<laughs> Hello, and welcome back to the Triple Threat Podcast. You missed a lot before that, but um, I'm here with the usuals. Jesse Krinsky, B-Cal. How we doing, boys? Terrible. Excellent. And how about you, Jesse? Um, you know, I'm alive. There you go. Perfect. Lucky to be home. Uh, we got a lot to thank talk. You, thank you for your service. Yeah. No, I'm in the Boy Scouts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> did you get any new sashes? I actually did. <laughs> I got a red, white, and blue one. Nice. This has gone to a great start. So let's talk NBA. I told all of you that Kawhi Leonard is fucking gone, and he wants out. Whoa! You I were said one that. Of the, you were one of the only people who originally argued with me because I said he was out of here or Greg Popovich was, and you were like, "No, I think they could work it that they'll stay together." Yeah, and then I said he was out, and I've been on that train for like. Two months. I was on that train six months ago that Kawhi was gone. Wait, I ne- I don't think I argued that. When he first got hurt, I said he was gone, and you said no. That you thought that it was going to work. Oh well, out. when he first got hurt, yeah, I didn't think that was going to be a case until he decided to actually not play, and then I knew he was out. Like he's right. like five fucking seconds in, he can't <laughs> shut up. He can't shut up. All right, but he wants a trade. He wants out of San Antonio, so. Jesse's got the dip and he's ready to talk. It's 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 time. Um, but where where do we think where, where do we think he's going? Because I mean he he's had a couple um, places, and by places I mean place. He wants to go to L.A. But do we think that San Antonio actually even trades him there? Is like, that what? is that confirmed though that he wants to go to L.A. or is that just people talking saying oh I yeah mean, that's where he's going? Well, from the reports that's what he's asked for. Yeah, he went. He literally made it public and said. The only place I want to play is Los Angeles. I don't think he said no. that. The thing is, I don't think he said that directly, but from the reports but he of hasn't guys said no. like... He right. hasn't said no. Right. The reports of Warjanowski and Shams, they've said that he wants out of San Antonio and his preferred choice is LA. But he never came out and said that because he hasn't said a word about anything at all. Like ever since he's been out the womb. Yeah. Well, and, you know, this is, this, this is a big thing, too, like, with Kawhi. Like, he's never, ever, ever been someone for spotlight or for talking. You see him when he won his finals MVP. He was, like, sitting there like, this is cool. This is cool, yeah. <laughs> this is great. I love this. <laughs> but, no, like, I, I agree. I think something's terribly wrong with the San Antonio Spurs now. Like, I mean, the we kind of knew that they were going to fall down eventually. It's but the, the way whole, it's going right now is bad. It's the whole, uh, like, Bill Belichick in New England. This is how it's going to be. No one's doing it any other way. It's my way or the highway. And Kawhi's really the first person in this organization to say, no, I'm done. And I think it had something to do with the fact that... Why well, I mean, like, he was very upset with the way they mis... Uh, misdiagnosed him. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. They misdiagnosed him, made, tried to get him to play anyway, and he's like, well, why would I do that? You're going to hurt me more? Right. And I either have... A big contract coming up, not this year, but next year. Or, you know, I'm going to be stuck with this team where you guys surround me with LaMarcus Aldridge and a 39-year-old right. Paul Gasol. And see, the thing I like about Kawhi Leonard, he's not he's not one that's going to talk. Yeah. But he's he's about it. Like, he's taking action. Yeah. He's not going to, like... Say, that's why I love this. He's not going to go to the media and be like, this is, this is BS, you know, I want out, this is ridiculous. He did what he needed to do, and now he's just going to... Wait for it to unfold. Yep. Like a professional. Yep. And, you know, there's a lot riding on this. If he doesn't get traded to L.A. 
And there's talks about Paul George wanting to stay in OKC. Now, whether I believe that or not is a different story. But if those talks are true, say he does go to OKC and the Spurs will not trade him to L.A., now LeBron's not going to L.A. I don't think LeBron wants to go to a team like Kyle Kuzma. And Brent. I'm not saying those guys are bad there's players. Some, still some other quality free agents, though. It's not just Paul George and Kawhi's well, not a free agent, but... Right, but who else would he would want to play for, though? You know what I mean? Like I think he's been wanting to play with Paul George for a long time. There's a pretty good case that L.A. doesn't get those guys that he wants. The only reason Paul George and Kawhi are even topics for them is because they want to play in L.A. because they've lived in L.A. Or in California, so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put this on the table right now, and I know you don't want to hear this. I'm telling you, Pat Riley can work magic down in Miami if they can move Hassan Whiteside's Hassan Whiteside's contract. LeBron art like LeBron has never had an issue with Spo. Right. They could put some shooters around him, some some good vets along with the young talent they already have on that team. But don't. Pat Riley and LeBron have a bad relationship, or at least kind of one that's not Obviously great. Obviously not, if they're back on talking terms. He was definitely, it, it was definitely tarnished a little bit there when he left to go back to Cleveland. Because remember, when he went to Miami, it was not two, not three, not four, not five, not six. Yeah. So obviously, yeah, I think I'd be a little upset too. I, I just can't see it happening, only because, all right, so you do get LeBron in, but you can't get anyone else in. You sign right. horrible contracts for everyone else. Kelly Olynyk's making $50 million. And that's probably not even the worst one. It might honestly be Hassan. Yeah, but I I don't maybe do know later. They're they're not happy with Hassan Whiteside. They're they're gonna try Obviously. to move him. I'll guarantee it. They're gonna try, but everyone's and they probably got, seen. Uh, uh, Bam. I do like Bam. I do too. He's a good hustle player. But I I just don't think that this team Between is him gonna. Him and Olenek. Yeah, that's. Olenek is actually solid. He's not. Any... I don't know if he's worth fifty million, but he's definitely no. he's definitely a solid contributor. I mean, to now a team. that all that supermax bullshit, like everyone's contracts are bloated. Yeah, Anyone that's who true. signed a contract <laughs> after that supermax shit happened? Like, yeah. You, like, look at uh. Remember when the Lakers signed Luol Deng and, and Timofey Ku- Mozgov and Kufis? No, it was Mozgov. Both of them. They signed them both the same year. Both really? the bigger contracts. Yeah. Kufis. I'm almost positive. I don't think it was Kufis. I thought it was Mozgov, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, no, they made the first con- the first contract signed was Mozgov for like, I think f- probably around fifty million or sixty million. Yeah, like I'm like, what are you yeah, doing? That's ridiculous. Yeah, the the contract situation is pretty bad for most teams, but I don't know. I I just back to the Kawhi thing. I I don't know if if anything. I don't think the Spurs trade him in the West. I don't think they want to trade him in the West. I wouldn't want to. The thing is, too, like, Kawhi could literally hold out for a year and then go make super max money the next year. So, like, that tells you how bad he really wants out of San Antonio. But I just, if he plays there one more year, he's getting a super max the next year in free agency. Yep. And he's just like, nah, I'm good. Send right. me send me now. I got my bags packed. Were you training to not talk in where you were at? or Am I even allowed to say where you were at? Well, yeah, I was in Lithuania. Oh, okay. The entire fucking European Union knew we were there. Oh, okay. Well, then, were you trained not to speak in Lithuania, and you're not speaking for that reason? Like, I'm, you guys are having, you guys are having a good, too. you guys are having a good debate. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Dirty slut. I'm just, I'm just kind of thrown off that you haven't, you know, yelled at us yet. So, well, no, I, I have, I have opinions, but I'm letting you guys talk. Wow, that's a first. All right, <laughs> <laughs> this is a changed man today. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Anyway, but. 
Yeah, I don't. I I can't see Kawhi. You know, we talked about this before the podcast started. Um, I don't think he goes to Boston. I don't think Boston wants him. As much as like, you have to I, look at it though. Like he's openly said, and a lot of people are saying as well. If you're not LA, you're leasing him. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, you're gonna That's, get a year out of him. He's gonna test free agency, and then. I just I just don't see him holding out another a whole year. Like I can't see that. Like, I mean, then then you're really tarnishing kind of, not like I want to say legacy, but like you as a person. Like, yeah. Don't like, get me wrong. Kawhi's a great player, but he's never going to be one of the elites of the generation. Well, I, mean, I think he's top five in the league. I think he's I, top five. I don't think he's like a LeBron or a KD or a Steph Curry. Though. No, but he's four or five. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've had. But I would actually have... say I would actually say five because I think Anthony Davis is better too. So I probably I probably have I'd probably they they're probably tied in my mind. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's so hard to like throw a small forward against a four slash five and like try to compare them. Like right, like, that's well, that's for true. sure. But yeah, no, Kawhi is a top five player, if not top ten. I think he brings value to a team. I mean, he was on the on his way to beating the Warriors game one last playoffs before he got hurt and out for the entire series, and then they got swept. So Kawhi brings value to any team. Absolutely. And I think he would be better on the Lakers than the Spurs. I think there's more talent in the Lakers than there are the Spurs at this point. Yeah. I, I agree. The only player on the Spurs that I genuinely like is the DeJounte Murray kid, their I point guard from Michigan, from Michigan State. He plays really hard. I like him. Outside of that, I mean, you got Patty Mills. He's <coughs> not what he used to be at all. Same with Danny Green. He's pretty bad. Uh, Paul Gasol is... 512. So he's absolutely useless in every way, shape, and form. You know, it's just DeJounte Murray and LaMarcus Aldridge is all you have. You know, I, I think in LaMarcus Aldridge, he's not the scorer he used to be. Lost a little bit of that. I thought he had a pretty good jumper. year, but I don't I don't think he's a guy who can lead your team to, you know, no. to a, you know, I mean, a Western Conference Finals or a Conference Finals in general. When he was with the Blazers, he's one of the elite big men. Yeah. No. No, but that was a good team surrounding him. But I, like I said, I don't see him going. You know, in the East, I don't see him going to New York. I don't see Philly trading with him for him, especially if they know. All right, well, he's probably just going to go to LA in a year anyway. What the hell's the point of even signing him? Even if you win a championship, there's a pretty good chance he leaves. The only thing I don't get, if let's say LeBron does go to LA mm-hmm. and Kawhi does get traded and Paul George signs there. How like what's their rotation gonna look like? Who's playing where? Who's being who up? Like and who else is on that team? Like who's gonna play? <laughs> who's gonna play the four? Like I I, keep, I see you could throw Paul George or Kawhi at a two, right? Leave LeBron at the three, but like you can't have. And you do they have a big man? Brooke Lopez is garbage. I've been on yeah. fuck Brooke Brooke Lopez train forever now. He's awful. Yeah. But I he's like the biggest vagina in the league. <laughs> Like, that's not even a question. Like, it doesn't make sense either, because his brother, like, plays defense super hard, and, like, he's just, like, sitting here with his lips slapping in the wind. <laughs> Dude, literally, he's never in the paint. No. Ever. ever. So, do you have a better chance of him hitting a three and pulling up from three than him actually, like, dunking on someone? Yeah, honest Pathetic. to God. Pathetic. Yeah. He got dunked on a couple times yeah, this past. Trash. Yeah. No, he really is. But, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know with L.A., like, yeah, that there you go, there's your big three, but also you don't have anyone else around you because you're going to have to trade for the Spur- for Kawhi. 
You probably have to give up either Kuzma or Ingram, maybe even both. I think they're going to try to. I think definitely since LeBron's coming, they're going to move ball. You think so? You don't think that they could play together? No. Lavar's an issue. Right. LeBron's not going to want to deal with that. You taking you taking ball or you taking James? Right. I mean, you. I don't know if you heard what I said about where LeBron should go and where Kawhi should go. I said the Clippers. And the reason I say the Clippers is because there's so much cap space. There's so do... many issues with players and Doc Rivers, though. I don't. That that was my one thing, though. Doc Rivers being the head coach and being kind of the head guy. I don't know how that would work. But I you gotta get. But would definitely clash. I think so, but I don't think it could get much worse than Tyron Lue. So no. <laughs> so I I don't think it really matters at that no. point. I think Doc Rivers is able to kind of lay back and let LeBron do what he has to do, and you know he could probably run an offense without him screaming. Like he's because he sounds like he's been smoking cigarettes since he came out of the womb, but you know there's a lot of cap space. All you really have to do is trade Danilo for, I mean whatever you really want at that point. I think there would be a team that wants him. He's a solid player because he's the one with the big contract. And of course you have DeAndre Jordan who also has a big contract, but you could probably he's a key contributor to the team. So I think you get him. You could sign, you know, Paul George there or trade for Kawhi there. And I think that could work out. Plus, you have the GM, who's Jerry West, who built the Warriors. Right. So there's a lot of things to the Clippers. And I don't think he wants to go to a, a franchise that's already built. You know, like the Lakers are already the Lakers. Right. The Clippers are nothing. And I think he might want to create a culture there, even at age 33 or whatever the hell he is. So there's a good chance I think he could go to the Clippers. It's still L.A. You know, you could still do whatever business you want to do and all that nonsense so i think that would work out for him but that's my opinion on it but that's with paul george going there i don't know if Kawhi goes there i mean i think a team that a lot of people are sleeping on i don't know what their cap situation is i think if you take any one of those three players whether it's a trade for Kawhi, a or a signing of lebron james or paul george the jazz that would be scary they've already got gobert and donovan mitchell yeah, yeah, that'd be. And, and what are you saying? Who goes? Who goes to the Jazz? Any one of them would make them. I, I you know, Donovan Mitchell and Paul George are apparently friends, from what I understand. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I, I believe so. He's been trying. I think he recruited him on Twitter one time. I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure they're friends of some sort. And maybe that way, Paul George doesn't have to go against Joe Ingles, who absolutely destroyed him in the playoffs, which was very sad to watch. By the way, that was like the most. That was like the saddest thing of the whole playoffs is watching the OKC Thunder just shit on themselves oh, time and time yeah, again. That was, that was the most depressing thing on this planet. They needed Hoodie Mello. <laughs> yeah, he, he showed up real nice. It's because he didn't wear a hoodie. They 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 should allow him to wear a hoodie, I guess. They should. They should make a jersey with a hood built in. Only for Mello. Only for Mello. Yes, fat self. Yes. But um yeah, there, there's also the rumors that Paul George wants to stay in OKC. We talked about it last podcast, and Connor randomly said, like, I think he might want to stay in OKC, and then he got a notification from Bleacher Report or ESPN or somewhere where they said that Paul George actually might want to stay in OKC, which I'm shocked by. I don't know if that's even true or not, but the fact that that's even out there is shocking. I mean, I don't know. Jesse, what's your take on all this? You haven't said a word. No. Did I intimidate well, you? <laughs> you scared the shit out of me. All right, You're great. scary. I've been in the gym a little bit, you know. 
Yeah, I get your Snapchats once a week. (laughs) Well, backtracking to... I thought it was interesting that you said about the Heat. Uh, I think Pat Riley's caught in between a little bit of a rock and a hard place because do you let it be just Dwayne Wade kind of finishes it out the way Kobe did? Wade came out and said... He's only coming back if LeBron's coming. Well, and he wants to finish his career with Miami. So the only way he's coming back this year, most likely, is if LeBron comes back to South Beach. Well, and I he think... He did say that. I There's think, several reports. I think that's a a uh, call, your, call your bluff kind of thing. Right. I think that that's more... Dwayne Wade doesn't want to play his final year just, you know, by himself. Right. But I think they're kind of caught in a situation where... Like L.A. was, you know, what was it, six years ago with uh, um, with Kobe, where it was, yeah, they could try and surround him with talent for one last year, or they could just accept, you know what, it's Kobe's, it's pro- it's Kobe's last year. This is almost guaranteed going to be Kobe, D. Wade's last Kobe year. Kobe was completely different, though, because he was never the same after that Achilles injury. He was never the same, except for his last game where he balled out and scored 60. Yeah, but he took fifty shots to get that. But <laughs> yeah, yeah n- nonetheless, he got sixty. I think I think they're caught in a tough situation there. I don't think LeBron goes back there. I do think Paul George is an option for them. I think Kawhi is an option for them. But the only reason I don't think it's going to happen is because Pat Riley doesn't want a lease. So I don't think. I don't think you know what. I don't think he's going to go for a Paul George. I think he would go for Kawhi, though, because yeah. I think he knows that it is Dwayne Wade's last year. So I think that for him, he's not going to dish out yeah, for Paul George and know that he has to put out all this money sign, for him. They're not going to sign D. Wade to any kind of big contract. He's probably playing for close to a vet's minimum at this point. Well, yeah, he's going to play for low money, and then you pay Kawhi what he needs, and they're going to be able to still have some maneuverability, especially if they can move... A contract like Kelly Olenix, they're going to have room to where they could try to maybe well, go and get that. more peace players. And in the East, I mean, it's not. It's obviously going to be very difficult competing with the 76ers and the Celtics. I don't, but I don't see them moving Kelly Olenek. I think if they move a big man, it's going to be Whiteside because last year Kelly Olenek was more efficient, much more efficient. But to me, also, yeah, Hassan Whiteside just got a fucking attitude problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he what, does. To me. I was thinking about it in the car. I think the only logical destination that you're going to see a huge shakeup this year, I think the only team that's going to happen on is L.A. for one reason, and that's Magic Johnson. I think he is... Why, because he's got the cure for AIDS? That too. I think that he is running Uh. a team... Bruh. <laughs> bruh. He's running a team that bro, is... Bro, he should be dead. What do you mean, bruh? He's, he's, he's had HIV for like Jesus 80 Christ. years. He's, he's, he's running a team that is built around winning championships. And I think that the, the fans in LA are getting highly, are getting highly irritated. And they want to start seeing them compete again. I mean, they're not even really competitive right now, so I think Magic Johnson's in a situation where 
either the fans are going to start saying that they want him out and they want someone who's going to bring in the talent and get them back to that level, mm-hmm. or he's going to have to go out and he's going to have to say, you know what, we're going to spend every dime we've got, we're going to make every move, we're going to make this a great team I again. fucking hate you. I'm listening to you, but I can't help but, like, I know, like, in the corner of my eye, he's laughing his ass off, and I can't, like, concentrate. All right, but, yeah, I just, no, I agree that. I think Magic Johnson's the key to this. I think that's why I brought him in, because everyone loves Magic Johnson. Agreed. So, but like I said, I think the fans are starting to get irritated. They want to see something happen. Fuck you. So I think that, I think L.A. is the only team that's going to see a huge shakeup. I think in any other situation... They get one guy. Maybe you get grab LeBron, but you're not going to grab LeBron, Paul George, and Kawhi, or e- either of the other two. I, I, think, I think either way, well, no one's beating Golden State. That's what it comes down to at this point. I really don't think anyone's going to That's why I don't understand I think why a fully healthy Boston. That's why I don't No, but I mean in the West. Like, I mean in the oh, West. in the West? I don't understand why LeBron doesn't want to play for Houston. <laughs> because I don't think they beat him either. It makes now no you gotta... sense to go win now. But here's the thing. you got to sign Chris Paul. Clint Capella's a free agent. LeBron's a free let, agent. Let Capella walk. Okay, but that's a big man. Right. And you got to gut most of your team anyway to get LeBron and Chris Paul to come back. That means you lose Eric Gordon. That means you lose... Uh, he's slipping my fucking... Why not? I don't think Houston's let a sustainable... Tra- let, tra- let Trevor run anyway. a walk or deal him somewhere. Trevor, yeah, he's on, yeah. And then you'll have LeBron to take his spot. Chris I think, Paul I think Trevor's Capella a walk. I think uh, Trevor's there. That should free up enough cap space. I don't think, like, I still think Trevor Reese is making decent money. He's not playing for, like, a vet's minimum at this point, I don't think. No, I think he's a free agent this year. <coughs> I I just. And I'd rather, the way Eric Gordon's playing, I'd rather hold on to him than Trevor Reese. Oh, absolutely. But the yeah. thing is, is, I don't think the depth, because that's what the Warriors have. They have depth. And they have four superstars. But they have yeah, depth. But they as still well. got Steph Curry on a bullshit deal. Yeah, or they did. I don't know. I don't know if they re-signed him to a different deal or because he he was playing on. No, I'm thinking about when he won his MVPs. He was still on like a rookie deal. When he yeah, 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 MVPs. yeah. No, he got he got signed. Okay, he got money. The only the only thing that could. Um... But I know Draymond doesn't have a big deal, and he's gonna be due the supermax. And he said, "Yeah, he's leaving." I don't see. I don't think he said he's leaving, but he he's definitely if, trying if to get supermax. If they don't pay him. He's yeah. taking nothing less than the supermax, and you can't give a supermax to Curry. KD and fucking Draymond Green. It's impossible. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's that's the only thing. Is is, is Draymond gonna? I mean, he said he wants a super max, and that's it. But I don't know if, if he goes through with that. You know, is he a free agent this year? Fucking. Or is it next year? I don't know who controls this shit. Next I don't know year. if it's Adam Silver or who the fuck it is down there. But get rid of this super max shit because it's ruining basketball. Yeah, I hate this shit. Fuck. And just, but but also and it, it, like, it split it splits up competition now because now you don't have Draymond's a big piece of that team now when he goes to a team and is the best player on the team they're gonna suck right but for this team he's he's kind of like Clay the Thompson's hard soul contract up next year next year who's Clay's I yeah. think and I thought he, he was gonna to, be the guy no. yeah. he's he's a real humble kid yeah he was he already said he he's gonna take fifty million less to stay with this team Clay yeah. So it doesn't even matter for him. I thought he was gonna be the guy that kind of screwed the Warriors up, but it's actually Draymond. Yeah, but Clay don't have that kind of attitude. It don't seem like at least. But I also want to know what team is gonna pay Draymond the supermax. Anyone who needs a defensive big man. But if you pay him the supermax, he's probably your best player. In which case, not necessarily. Well, not he's gonna if, be your if, second best. He's the fourth best in the league. Not Warriors. if you got like a young player in. Like I know, I know the Jazz aren't. They got Rudy Gobert, but yeah. you have like a Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. 
And he's on a rookie deal for us, yeah. Yeah. yeah that could work. But I also want to see... I also like want to see... I also, someone like the Blazers. I think I think they're kind of... I think the cap space in there is tight, too. How? They signed a lot of crappy contracts. Evan Turner's at $72 million, bro. That was like the second worst contract. Evan, I've been shit since the 76ers Turner? Mm-hmm. He was decent in Boston. You can't shoot throws for shit. Product of Brad Stevens. Yeah, pretty much. I think he was the reason he even got that contract because he was averaging, I think, like twelve five and five, which isn't like horrible, but it's not great. But people were just handing out bad contracts (laughs) like it was nothing because of the supermax. It bloated everything, dude. Yeah, but it's also going to split up these super teams too. Because if if the Warriors can't sign Draymond, now you don't really have a heart and soul of the team that's gonna, you know. Yell at you when you're fucking up. That's what happens with KD. When he screws up, Draymond's yelling at him. And then KD goes out and balls and hits every shot. So. I don't want to talk about KD. I think that (laughs) something. I hope that a good young team doesn't make a stupid move in this free agency. That's gonna haunt Boston, them for Boston would be foolish to try to change anything up. And Boston Danny Ainge already said like he's not gonna make any, you know, much changes besides probably signing Marcus Smart and that's it. His contract's up already. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's he a free. Came agent. in a couple of years ago. He's been in the league longer than you think. He's been four or five years now. Oh really? Uh huh. Yeah, he's his, his contract's up. Next year, Terry's is up. Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. Scary Terry. And that's the good thing with Boston is Terry's already been on record saying Kyrie's a starting point guard. If that means I have to come off the bench, I will. So that's good. He knows that Kyrie is going to be a starting point guard once he comes back. So I'm fine with that. And that's why, you know. I think to me, teams, I think that a lot of people are overanalyzing this free agency. I think next year is going to be the big one because – I think Draymond's going to walk from the Warriors, and that's going to take them down more pegs than people think. Absolutely. That's what I, I think hear. that even if the Celtics do re-sign uh, Kyrie, yeah. I think that they're still going to be in a situation where they're going to lose some role players that other teams are going to be able to pick up to help themselves. I think that next year is actually going to be when you're going to see a lot of these younger teams like the Jazz maybe even the Pelicans, teams like that that are maybe like right around that mark where you're going to see them make that jump to where now they are the competitors for a championship. I think the Rockets are going to go, even if even if they bring back their guys this year, I think you got one more year out of that team in my opinion. I don't think it's a sustainable formula that they have going there. Right. I think there's going to be a huge shakeup, not this year, but next year. That's and, very true. And yeah. for a lot of these young teams, I think that it'd be smart for them to plan for next year. Yeah, that's yeah, true. I think a lot of these superstar guys are going to go to, uh, even if they go to L.A., I don't think... Uh, it's going to be sustainable. No, you know I, don't, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think L.A. wins, uh-huh. even, if they, even if they bring in, I, I think your best possible combination is Kawhi and uh, LeBron. I still don't think they win with that. Yeah, so... No. It, they're better, me, obviously, but they're, they're not better, but again. they're not going to win anything. I don't think the Rockets. You don't think they could win between Kawhi and LeBron? The Lakers. Yes. Do I, guess, I think that they can beat the Golden State Warriors or the Boston Celtics in a seven-game series between LeBron, Kawhi, Kuzma? Kuzma's not bad if they can hold on to Kuzma. Um, 
you know, without how, having to deal him for Kawhi. Or even if they bring Paul George in instead of Kawhi. I don't think he's a good second player, though. We just saw it in the elimination game. He went two for 16. Who? Paul George. He had five points on 16 Yeah, shots. but there's been, there's been, you remember the old Heat and Pacers rivalry? He balled out of control. I as think a, that as, was as, the, as a top guy. Yeah. He's and saying also as a that was, guy. And that was also before the big injury. That's true. But you saw flat. He played well in the playoffs, though. I also think they don't have a good coach. I think that these big teams where you have a lot of superstars, to get I to that top, you need a great before coach. Before you yep. say anything, I think Luke Walton is an excellent coach. I just don't think he's had pieces in LA since he's been there. And that's fair. But People I rave think, about Luke Walton. I like Luke. I'm not saying that he's not a very good guy. I just don't think that he can put together a plan to go out there and make those pieces. I mean, the Lakers. Work. The Lakers wouldn't sign. It's it's the Lakers. It's not like it's not like we're talking about the T Wolves or the Brooklyn Nets. It's the Los Angeles Lakers. If they didn't feel comfortable with a coach, he wouldn't have a contract. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that he's not a good coach. I'm saying I don't think that he's going to be able to make all of those uh, personalities work together. I think the only reason that a huge super team worked for LeBron down with the Heat is because Eric Spolstra took a back seat and D. Wade can be a fantastic secondary player. We saw that he could have led or he could have sat behind when he had Shaq. You yeah, saw I that. Don't, I don't agree and Chris Bosh didn't really didn't really care. He was just happy to be along for the for the fucking ride. Really, he was he was fine See, with whatever role you with, gave him. I don't agree with that whole Spolster taking a backseat. That was Spolster's team. It wasn't LeBron's team. I don't know about that. I think it, I think I think, well, I, I, think am, I think the first year it was Spolter's team, and then dude, they lost to a dude, to I the am, Mavericks. I am a Heat fan. I yeah, I watched the whole Big Three era. That Spolstra commanded his team. It wasn't LeBron. Of course, of course, LeBron's gonna be LeBron. He's gonna lead on the court. But when they came back to the huddle, that's all spell. I think it worked both ways. I think the chemistry of LeBron right, and D-Wade well was, was fantastic, well, yeah. and that Spolster was great. But that's also the thing what he's saying, though. I, I, Spolster was a guy that can lead a team, and I don't think – I'm not sure if Luke Walton can. And that's why you're seeing like teams with big threes can't do it. What What's his name in Oklahoma City? What's the head coach's name? I was just, I was just about to say him. Know. He's a fantastic Donovan. coach, but he can't make – all of those personalities work together. I also don't. It's think about making I don't think the personalities work together. I don't think he's an excellent coach fired, at all. Uh, Scott Brooks. Scott Brooks. Yeah, I don't think they ever should have let him go. No, probably Got him not. Got into the finals. Yeah, and this was at a time where guys were getting hurt on that team. Like KD was out for a season, and then Russ was hurt a little bit. I think. So. <clears throat> I think that that team did underachieve, though. I think they should have made it to more than one final. Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm I mean, not saying I that mean, they once... didn't run into a freight train of a team. When the Heat were had that big three, I think that OKC kind of. I think they should have locked down James Harden once he walked. Yeah, that was that was the that was, that was the the to me they had too much talent to have not at least made it to one more finals. Yeah, but Harden had too, they had, it's that simple. They had way too much talent. I mean, and they also should have really beat the Warriors too. <laughs> when they were up three one, they should have exactly. Yeah, so so to me, I think that he did not get get it done with the pieces that he had. I mean. Harden's a superstar. Durant's a superstar. Westbrook is a superstar. And as together, they worked fantastically. Who was their big man that now yeah, you had to look at it has too. since gone on? When Harden was there, he wasn't even a starter. He was a six-man. Wasn't it man. Parkins? No, it or wasn't. Yeah, it, was Kendrick, it was Coach Coach Park. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Perkins. It was it was it was somebody it was somebody else who now is like Perkins and working Nick Collison. No, not Nick Collison. He wasn't shit. If I looked at the if I looked at the roster, but they had such a strong team. And they only made it to one finals. I don't know who their starting four was, but I know they had Collison off the bench. I know they Oh, had. Ibaka. Ibaka. There you go. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I you got you got all those guys. You only make yeah, it to Ibaka one finals. Like and the, one of the, and the West was not. Ever. Well, the West was still really strong because you still had San Antonio was still at the top of their game and everything. And Clippers. It wasn't that it was, Clippers, Clippers were it wasn't that it was easy. I just think that they, at the time. Even the Lakers were just starting to decline. You know what I mean? Like that was I still think that they were the best team. They should have been the best team at the in the West. And I'm not saying it's Scott Brooks' fault. Maybe it wasn't his fault, but somebody had to take the fall for the fact that they only made it to one finals, and they only won one game in that finals, didn't that's they? More than they lost in five most, to the Heat. Yeah. That's more than you could say for most of the coaches in this league, though. There's so many teams with talent, and they can't do shit. Yeah, I've also never back to the. Don, I think his name's his last name's Donovan. I forget his first name. Coach Donovan. I think he's an awful. I don't think he's an awful coach, but I don't think he's a good NBA coach. I think he was really good in college, and that was it. Like watching him, like he's trying to get Westbrook out of the game. Westbrook's like, "No, I'm staying in." He's like, "Okay, great," and that was it. Like he doesn't lead a team to anything. In my personal opinion, I haven't seen him do anything with this Thunder team. He's a, he has talent. Well, Westbrook is also cancer. So I mean, but I don't. I I still think you should be able to tell Westbrook like, "Yo, get out." He he should listen to him, but he doesn't respect him because he's not a good coach. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's his I personality. Think it I think he thinks he's the alpha, and he's not gonna listen to anyone. Well, I mean, that's that's on Donovan too. You gotta be able to control your Honestly, guys. Honestly, at that point, you're suspended next game. See ya. I don't okay, care. but he didn't do it, so therefore he's not an. The coach Fair isn't. Yeah, the coach should be able to do that. Yeah, look at it too. Like he ain't, he ain't been there long. Right. He's the, he like Westbrook's there before him. You know what I mean. So it's kind of hard for you to come in and assert yourself like that when. But then you're not a good coach, in my opinion. If you can't, Fair enough. if you can't handle your guys, you're not a good coach. Fair enough. You know and what? that's why I kind of agree now with the Dwayne Casey firing when he was yelling at me because I I do agree that you should be able to get your guys going. I mean, I also think DeRozan's a. You know, not. there's a difference between letting your guys push you around and just not being able to piece things together, though, in my opinion. Right, that's true. You know who I think uh, would be actually a really good move, even on a one-year lease, because it actually the pieces fit together perfectly. The Pelicans. You got Rajon Rondo. He's already shown he can play with other superstars and make that work. You've got you got a pretty decent bench. Rondo. You have Anthony Davis, who it only has one more year. You're gonna have Kawhi, who's only gonna have one more year if they were able to make the move. Right. And then you still have Boogie. I mean, that's. But they have to Boogie's sign Boogie too. Agent. Boogie is a free agent, so you have to sign Honestly, him. I think. Way, I think that. I think that he played without Boogie. I would let Boogie walk. Right, and and, and it frees more space up for other players to come. I'd rather sign a but the only, I think that's a team I'm not uh-huh. saying I think they're only the only team I don't think they could beat is the Warriors. Right. And even that's the in a Warriors though. series, I I'm a huge fan of Rondo. I think that Rondo would really be the key of keeping everyone together. Cuz the Warriors are going to go on a are going to go on a run. Not last year, no. 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 They're going to go on runs. They're going to they're going to get hot, but Rondo's the kind of guy that even when they're down 10 or 15, he's not going to let the team start putting their head down. He'll go out there, and he'll keep the cohesiveness going. I think he's that's one of a, the most underrated ball handlers in the league, period, too. Yeah. yeah. And flo- not I even think he ball could, handlers. He's a floor general. And he actually shot 
well enough to not trash him the entire year for well, just shooting. I mean, <laughs> I mean, in clutch time though, hack a rondo. When in doubt, hack a rondo. I think I think that I is honestly that would be that would be a team that you you trade your you trade a first round pick, you trade a second round pick, maybe some young guy. I think the Pelicans that would be a really smart move because you already have AD on one more year. You get another superstar on a one year deal, and you just you fucking go for it. Let's let's try and yeah. win a championship this year. Maybe we get knocked out by the Warriors. Maybe it does nothing, but you're not sacrificing your future at all, yeah, in my I opinion. Mean, I mean, you're really not going to trade anyone that's worth a damn anyway. Exactly. There's really nobody. That's the thing, though. I don't know who they're going to trade to get Kawhi. It would be. Maybe I'm not if saying you do a signing fun. trade with DeMarcus. You could. Because that was the thing I was going to bring up. DeMarcus is interesting, too, because I don't know. If he doesn't go to the Pelicans, who is he going to go to? Because who I don't... Need, who needs a big man that has cap space? But it's also... I San mean, Antonio. Like, with a signing trade. That's probably I mean, that's, your best option. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty interesting. But does he want to go to San Antonio? Doesn't matter. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, but he would have to oh, sign yeah, signing. He would yeah. have to agree to it. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I think that Boogie wants to go to a team that he actually feels he has a chance to win with. I don't think he's going to... I don't gonna... think Boogie's ever been that player. I think Boogie wants to make money. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Boogie's really... I don't think I he's mean, maybe he changed... Maybe he's after the millions. But maybe, but maybe <coughs> he changes his mind after this year because now he's hurt. he got hurt. You know, I don't know if a lot of teams are going to take chances on him. He's never been a guy who can lead your team to winning seasons. We saw that with the Kings. Yeah. I know the Kings are an atrocity of a team usually, but still, I mean, with DeMarcus Cousins, he had Rondo on there. He had some solid pieces, and they still were garbage. So it's like but Rondo wasn't playing like Rondo either at the time. No, Rondo was playing. He was with Sacramento. Yeah, he was averaging triple double. That's why he got signed to Chicago. That's why I mean, teams are gonna basically give up on him. And in Sacramento, he he pretty much lit the league up. He he had a triple double like almost every game. What season was that? Mm, two. I know for a, for a while there, like I it was right before the Bulls. I couldn't I couldn't follow too well for a while because like I was in basic and all that shit. So there's a lot of shit like I missed. Right. No, he was there before the Bulls. So last year he was with the Bulls. The year before that he was with the Kings. And I think the year before that he was with the Mavericks. I want to say yeah. So like there's I I it's it's very interesting. I think this off season and next off season are going to be huge. Because I mean last off season was interesting, but I I don't think it changes the league like it will this year or next year. If Kawhi, if they do... That's all going to matter on Kawhi, if, too. If, if Kawhi does go to the Pelicans, like I said, I think that that's very interesting because Kawhi's the type of guy, he's fine with sitting back and letting Rondo run the team and even being... I think Kawhi's fine with even being the third guy behind AD. I don't think he would have any problem with that. I think Rondo that... Rondo has no... Because no Kawhi's already won. Look at him in Boston. He was like the fourth option. Mm-hmm. But he was still... You knew... Who was bringing the ball down the court? You knew who was going to call the plays. Yeah, I mean, like you're not going to have KG or Ray Allen handle the ball. Ray Allen's catch and shoot. KG's yeah. getting in the paint. But it also depends on Paul Pierce. Well, no, oh. he, uh, KG in his prime was uh, hitting just just inside the three point line. Those no, turnaround he's a, he's shots. A I mean, it was guy. dirty. He could, he could hit from the elbow or wherever. But I mean, like he's not a ball handler. Oh no! You're not gonna no. have him bring the ball down the court. It's not like it's not like but first t- but when he before, was in Toronto. But before they had that big three, who, Paul Pierce was really the main guy that 
was you kind of had the team running through them. And as soon as that big three came together, they decided, you know what, we're going to have Rondo do it. And it, it came together. So I'm, I'm just saying, I think that you have that experience with Rondo. You're going to have the experience with Kawhi, two guys who have already won championships, who are not going to sit there and be me, me, me. They're going to be for the team. And then your only me, me guy is going to be AD. And if you only have one me, me guy, I think that's okay. And I, don't even I think, think that's be, fine. I think he, he's not even a person who's like, give me the ball. He yeah. just... He just, he just gets it done. He needs to do. Yeah, yeah he yeah, gets he it gets done. Shit done. Yeah. I think that would be a very powerful team. If that'd be scary. I if if Boogie is down, there's two things to this. Boogie has to be down for a <laughs> sign and trade and go to San Antonio. And I think Popovich and Demarcus Cousins will absolutely eat each other alive. I think that would be awful. <laughs> but he would have to agree to that. And if Kawhi is only focused on LA, like trade me to LA or that's it, that's gonna be huge too. Like if he doesn't want to go to New Orleans. Then yeah, we look. But does he have a no trade clause in his contract? I have no idea. Because then it really isn't up to him. That is true. That is true. But I also feel like, yeah, I guess it really isn't up to him then. But like, if he gets there and he's acting like the way he, like, I don't no, think, he's, I don't, I don't think, think he's that kind of I guy. But, problem, but let's I say think it's he just is. A situation. There. He, yeah, he had yes. a problem with with Popovich. No, I mean, I think he had a problem with the whole organization. Oh, the whole organization, that too, yeah. yeah, top of bottom. Because I mean, you got Tony Parker, you know, yapping at you. And I'm like, you're 45. You have no say in anything whatsoever. I understand you are a legend in San Antonio, but that is his team at the end of the day. That is Kawhi's team. You shouldn't be the guy who's, you know, bringing your star player down. Because then, then get, guess what? team since Tim Duncan retired. Wasn't even his team. Yeah, because well, it was, I mean, it was, it was Tim never Duncan's team. team. It, was it was those was big three. It was Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and a little, a little splash of Manu. I think it was more... Manu no, stepped up been. whenever you needed him. Yeah, I mean, he was missed. I think I think Manu was more... Uh, more... Um, clutch. Well, yeah, definitely more clutch. But I think he was... He Did been. they win? They went to three finals against the Heat, right? And they won... Two. Back-to-back. Back-to-back, and they only won one of them. Should have won two. Yeah, they won the second one. Cause the as Heat much as I love Ray Allen, fuck him for going to the Heat and fuck him for making that shot. I wanted the fucking Spurs to win. I that actually, so bad. I was. It was funny because I remember hitting him, hitting that shot. I'm like, yes. I'm like, fuck. This is the Celtics. God damn it. Fuck you, Ray. But, but you know what? It was. It was, it was classic it was, Ray. Oh yeah, that's that's. I mean, as soon as Ray, he shot it from three, I'm like, yeah, that's going in. Ray that's Allen money. did some crazy shit when he went to the Heat too. Like he completely like changed like changed his diet and like. Well, that's he, what Pat Riley hard, does. Yeah. He he makes you fit. If no, you're, that was if, all. That was all Ray Allen. The lifestyle change, dude. He stopped eating. I, I think it was like he cut like a ton of carbs, and he was doing like some kind of crazy diet. But he got in like good shit. But I'm sure Pat Riley helped with that, also because he helped with Dion Waiters look like he's an actual basketball player. <laughs> I mean, he really. I mean, not last year because he was hurt all last year, but the year before that when he first went to Miami. I mean, I mean that's the thing I hear about Miami too. Like a lot of the players love playing there because the uh, the athletic staff is mm-hmm. just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, I mean. Yeah, if you want to fuck bitches in Miami, you got to look fit. That's the only... In Miami. In Miami. In Miami. Yeah, no, this is it, it's this whole offseason kind of bases off Kawhi at this point now. It was based off LeBron, now it's based off Kawhi. Because if Kawhi... Like I said, if Kawhi doesn't go to LA, like if they if the Spurs don't trade him to Lakers, and Paul George ends up going to OKC, now we have a different conversation. Now we have no idea where LeBron's going to go. At this point right now... If they do end up training Kawhi to the Lakers, you can almost guarantee Le- LeBron's going there. I don't see I don't see LeBron winning a championship. As of right now, I don't see him winning another championship because I don't see a team that he's going to be able to go to. 
And just what yeah. what Golden yeah. State is only going to be able to stay together as a whole unit for probably another season or two. But no, probably it, another year. If LeBron is still playing like he is now in the next couple years, there's absolutely a chance. There's absolutely a chance, but I think next year there's no chance. I don't think I think we'll, not, I, hey, I told you, bro. I will never count out LeBron. When everyone told me they were going to get swept, they were going to lose to the Celtics, when they were going to lose to the Pacers in round 1. The only person that said, talking, the only person that said that was him, for the Pacers at least. Even what? I said that. I'm not the talking about like six. just the people here. I'm talking about anyone. Right. Everyone was counting them out. I have to give I have to give credit where credit is due. He brought that team up, but also Surely you're giving so him man could do. you're giving him a lot of credit when the Pacers kind of overachieved even taking it seven games. Yep. And then you still have. You have to look at it too. They had more than one option. <laughs> oh, no, to me, there. To me no, no, they 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 kind of overachieved and then you went against the Raptors who to me that was kind of a Dwayne Casey fucked up not winning not, he blew some games even Stephen A. Smith said that it was a terrible coaching performance well, and then Boston they were still missing Kyrie they were still missing Gordon Hayward and they were led by Terry Rozier who had never been asked to lead the team before Jason Tatum, who's a fucking rookie, and Jalen Brown, who was just starting to come into his own. And I mean, Horford. come on. And Al Horford, who's never beaten LeBron in the playoffs. So, I mean, it's... As and he soon also as he played really against, well Game 7, too, just to say that. But yeah. yeah, as soon as he went against a team that was actually established, had all their players, and was at full strength, he got the fucking floor mopped with him. Now, is Golden State great? Yes, but... A full strength Boston. Golden State's more beats than three. They're beats them in in no be, in no worse than six. They're not even a big three. They're like a big four, a big five. I think the 76ers. Don't, don't matter. Warriors in four. I'm just saying. I think that I don't see a team right now that LeBron goes to and can go for a championship next year. I think if he's playing with either Kawhi or Paul George or both. Absolutely. The only not option. This year, no. The only yeah. option for that is L.A. And I don't see L.A. Winning it, beating the Warriors, beating the Rockets. I don't see it happening. I think they beat the Rockets if L if if L A gets LeBron and Paul George. I absolutely or yeah. So you're yeah, saying no, that, LeBron and Paul George. I think they beat the Rockets. I think they do. So but, you're saying that they'd be better than if Golden lost. State? No, but the Rockets aren't beating Golden State either. Especially they came very very it came, close. It came they close, blew but, them out. In two or three of the but games, it also, I mean, blew them it, out. But, 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 but even more dangerous that I don't think anyone's but, talking about right now. If they LA's got room for two super maxes, if they went after Chris Paul, LeBron, and a sign and trade or or a uh, trade for Kawhi, I think that's better than Paul George and Kawhi. No, I absolutely believe that, but I don't think Chris Paul is going. To, I think he wants to stay in Houston. I think he wants to play with LeBron. He has since that's true. The yeah. Olympics. That's true. That's definitely since the Olympics like eight years ago. Yep. Do I think that that's an op? It, that team of a Chris Paul, Kawhi Leonard, if and Chris Paul stays healthy, and yeah. LeBron, yeah. do I think that that LA team could make it to the finals? Yes. Yes, but yes, I don't see Chris Paul moving out of Houston. So that's to me, that's kind of out the window. Now, if that did happen, I absolutely agree with you, but I don't see that happening, and I don't see just a Kawhi and. LeBron team beating San Antonio. Or, not San Antonio, Golden State. Like I said, I don't, I don't see that happening. Gonna, I don't I, see them beating Boston cause the or, or the 76ers in the East. 
don't see him beating... Well, maybe the 76ers. We still have to see how the 76ers are going to do next year. But we've already seen how great the Celtics can be without their top two guys. It's, I mean, it's, come on now. It's funny how the conversation in the this year started with, oh, LeBron's either going to go to Philly or Philadelphia... Or, yeah, Philly or... Uh, Houston, and now both those teams I are was, basically out. I was one of the guys who was saying that he should go to Philly at the start of the year, and now I, I don't think that that would be a good option at all. Yeah, because I think... I've always said that LeBron and Ben Simmons would not work together. Because if you take the ball away from Ben Simmons' hands, what is Ben Simmons going to do? I don't think it would be that. I think he would elevate Simmons. What was that? I think you're just going to hinder progressing Simmons and... And uh, Embiid. Well, Embiid's already playing pretty good basketball. Yeah. But, I mean, if they're still trying to work on Markel Fultz. And Sarge and Covington and, yeah. That's why I That's why I said I, I don't. sense. I think he would, I think he would enhance think Simmons. I think him going to Boston makes any sense because then you're going to hinder. Jason Tatum, Jalen. Jalen Brown. Well, I mean, you're probably, yeah, you probably have to end up getting rid of one of those players. But still, yeah. Which I don't think it's worth it. No, I don't because think it is LeBron, either. LeBron's not a permanent solution. Those no. are players you could base your franchise around for the next decade. You can win a title, maybe one, with LeBron in Boston, but he's not a guy who's, you know, he's not staying in the league much longer. Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they have all the time in the world. Jalen Brown, to me, is going to be a guy <coughs> like Kawhi, who's going to be a great two-way player. Jason Tatum has the smoothest game in the NBA. You know, there's so many options for Boston to not have LeBron. And I think I don't Kyrie's know why. staying. Yeah, I think Kyrie's staying too. I think I Kyrie's going to stay. I the think fact he's going to finish even, his career in Boston. I think that's another reason LeBron doesn't go there. It's Kyrie's team. Yeah. Kyrie don't want to play with LeBron. I think it's Brad Stevens' team, but if you had to pick a player, yes, it's Kyrie's oh, right, team. Right, 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 right. But yeah, I think it, it is, if, if you pick a player, it's Kyrie's team. And a lot of people are saying this is Jason Tatum's team or he's out. You know, Kyrie's going to get traded for Kawhi. Shut the fuck up forever, okay? Kyrie wants to play in Boston. He does not want to play for the fucking Knicks, who are a joke. I love that I think that he argument. loves the franchise stability. I think that's the huge reason. Like, I think playing with LeBron, he really hated, like, that he didn't get any of the spotlight, especially after he shot the game winner in fucking Game 7 when they won the finals. He still didn't even get the spotlight that he deserved. Right. But, so I think that was part of the reason, and there was no franchise stability. And None. in Boston... Yeah, he saw that coming. There's yeah. absolutely franchise stability when you look at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And I think Al Horford's going to stick around, too. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's really any doubt about that. Because I, I think the think only person... I mean, I think... I, I at least I'm hoping that Boston's going to become the next Golden State because they have enough pieces to be able to do that. And it really disgusts me because I hate Boston as an organization, but I really want to see their team succeed. This is I the like fir- a lot this of is young the, players. This is the first time that people that hate Boston actually want to see our because team like good. It, it, because here's so the thing: there's so many young players that are just balling out. Because you can't like, hate them. Now. Because people hate hate Paul Pierce. Hate him. Well, I, like I said, like who, who, I'm who, a what? Heat fan. That was a big rivalry. People like who aren't Boston fans. Together. People who aren't Boston fans hate Paul Pierce. Like despise him. They think he's well, like a garbage at, ass. You have player. to look at some of the biggest fan bases. Whether it's L.A., who they've always been rivals, right? Or fucking. Uh, I'm not saying that he has like a big fan. But I mean, it, like when when the big three were together, obviously they did. Yeah, obviously. So people and even aren't gonna like Boston. LeBron fans hated the, the Celtics. I still do. Yeah, exactly. Well, I do, but I don't. It kills me to like want to root for them. 
Like, anytime they're not going up against LeBron or the Heat, I'll root for the Seas. The only kind of cocky player that you could even say is Marcus Smart, and he translates it. It's just like Draymond Green. I hate the way Draymond Green talks, but he produces the same way that Marcus Smart does. He puts up a fucking but is huge Marcus Smart Is Marcus Smart really that kind of guy who talks shit? Like, I don't know that. Out on the court? Oh, my God. All he does is But he's not, he's not as, you know, flagrant or, like, as obvious as Draymond is, I don't think. I don't remember but a But I'm time saying that's Seth the only Curry person you could really sit there and Smart. be like, I, I really hate the way Marcus Smart plays, and a lot of people hate the way he plays, but he agitates guys just the same as, uh, who's the guy in Indiana? Uh, Lance Stevenson. Lance Stevenson. You may hate him, but he agitates guys, and he makes them make mistakes off of that, and that's yeah. what Marcus Smart does. And that's why I say you re-sign Marcus Smart. You get him whatever he wants. I don't give a shit. Because at the end of the day, <laughs> no, yeah, you, don't, you, you don't give him whatever he wants because then rather, you though, jeopardize your future yeah. of Jalen Brown come, and Jason Tatum. Going back to Boston, though, would you rather <coughs> lock up Smart or would you rather let him walk and have extra cap space for next year when Rozier... I want I, Smart. But I want Smart, too. I don't... I think Rozier is a guy who could start... Smart. Smart? I'm Between smart, smart and Rozier? Lock, he's a better lockdown defender, absolutely. Between Smart, yeah. Between smart and Rozier? Yeah. I think you go with Smart simply because, like I said, I think er, Kyrie Stang. Now, if Kyrie was going to walk next year, which I don't think he's going to, I'd say Terry because you need somebody who's going to be your point guard. But then at that but, point, you could, sign, you could sign both of them, right? If Kyrie yeah. walks, you yeah, can sign both of them. Could. That's why I think Absolutely. you sign Marcus Smart, and if Kyrie's contract comes up and is over, and Kyrie decides to walk, all right, well, Terry gets his money then. And then Terry, I think Terry with Brad Stevens is great, but that's why I also want Terry in Miami because I still want. I, I've been a fan <coughs> of him since he got drafted. With him, with a great coach like Spolstra, I think Terry still succeeds. Oh, I would love to see but if he goes Miami. to a garbage ass team like please the Magic, let, please like Goran Dragic leave. He's he's old shit. I don't think he's that old, but I don't like him anyway. Who was like their Who was their 30s. coach when they? Who was the Heat coach when they won the title back in 06? Oh. oh. No. No, in 06? I don't know. Is it? Was Pat Riley still a coach then? Was he, he their might coach have been. and then became their... He might G- have been their GM. coach. He's like their... I forget what the fuck I think he was the coach, actually. I think he might have been. I'm going to look that up while we're talking. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, the Boston situation is interesting. But I think you give. I think you signed smart over Rozier and you read I don't want to see Rozier on a different team because I love Rozier but I mean at that point if Kyrie stays there's no option there's no other option but you gotta let Terry go here's, yeah here's an interesting one for you just because they just grabbed Dwayne Casey what if uh the Pistons tried to make a move for Paul George the Pistons well I think they that... just got Dwayne Casey they still have uh they still have yeah they the... still have Blake Griffin right Pat Riley was it? Yeah, that's my favorite. They have they have Blake Griffin, right? Yep. And then they still have uh, Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond. But they gotta sign him too. His contract's coming up. They gotta sign him, but they don't have besides uh, besides Griffin. So you're gonna have three big contracts on the books, but you don't really have anyone else who's sucking up your cap space. So they Reggie should ja- be able to Reggie do it. Jackson is. So you you get him out of there. Oh, so who wants Reggie Jackson? I think if for you... What, for what he has. Because I'm pretty sure his contract a, is monstrous. I think there's teams that if you made a... Like, it's going to look garbage, but it's going to elevate your team for cap space. If they would end up having to probably give away a first-round pick with Reggie Jackson to get a team to eat his contract, kind of like the in football when they traded Brock Oswald. 
to the Browns. Browns. Yeah, to the Browns. And they gave a good draft pick for it, so so that way the Browns could eat his cap space. I think that's the situation you would be in in Detroit. And I'm not saying Dwayne Casey's a bad coach. Maybe in a different environment he would be... I think he just needs a change. I think a lot of the the whole Raptors team needs a change. So I I think that that's actually would be very interesting and I think I don't think Paul George would have any issue playing in Detroit at all. I don't think so either. That's an interesting one too. But and I Paul George we, we, could be the number one guy on that team. He wouldn't have to play second fiddle because yeah. Blake Griffin's already played has already had is used to that. And Andre Drummond I think is just ready to start winning for the now, first time in his career. Right. You have to look at it too. Like if you're going and you think Blake is like a big key there or a big piece. He's always been injury prone. Uh, injury. You can't yeah. rely on him. And when he was <laughs> when he was playing with Detroit, he really, I think he really enjoyed it. Kind of. I think him and Drimmer are really like have good oh, yeah, chemistry. There wasn't a lot of bullshit. Yeah. So we brought this up the last podcast, and we said something about. Uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was just like if the Raptors and Pistons met up in a playoff match, it probably it would obviously be like a first round matchup. But who would win that series? I'm curious as to what you guys think about that because I think. Right Wait, now? Yeah, like, say, like, Paul George doesn't go there, because I don't think he will. It's an interesting situation, but I don't think that ends up happening. So if you have the Pistons versus the Raptors, with Dwayne Casey as the Pistons coach and their assistant coach for the Raptors as now the head coach, because they signed, they, they let Nick Nurse, instead of signing a big coach, they ended up just getting Nick Nurse, which is weird. I thought that was a weird thing to do, but they did it anyway. Who would win that series? I, I think the Pistons would honestly win that. I think the Pistons would have the advantage if Dwayne Casey played it by the books because he should know the ins and outs of everything that's going to happen. I mean, it was his goddamn assistant coach. Yeah. It was his assistant coach. He should know everything that guy's going to do. He should know exactly how that team's going to play. So if he played it by the books, he should be able to win two games just off of fundamentals. Yeah. Just stopping them from being able to do what they want to do. You win another game because that's just the way basketball is. Even if it goes to, you take it to seven, then it's just a toss up, and I think Detroit would be able to win. See, I think the big key there is going to be uh, who's who's going to win in the paint. And Andre get, Drummond is a force it, it down there. It depends on how Ibaka is still with the team, correct? Depends on how, if he shows up or not. Because when he shows up, he's a defensive monster. But he also hasn't shown up since Oklahoma City. Fair enough. Because he was garbage. He's in, got the potential, though. Right. And I don't really blame him for being garbage in the Orlando Magic because they have 700 big men and they don't know what to do with it. But when he was on the Raptors, he was really not that effective. Um, I do also think back to, like, um, when you were talking about, you know, uh, Dwayne Casey should know everything about the assistant coach. I don't think that's 100% true because, yes, he was his assistant, but their backgrounds before then could be completely different. He could revamp the whole offense, defense, yeah, change everything. Because the thing is, Dwayne Casey made that offense and whatever was going on with the Raptors right. at that point. So maybe he could change it up. But every, I don't... Everyone's got their own particular schemes that they like to run or different offenses. Now, I, I will mean, say this. If the Raptors end up being a threat, then Dwayne Casey's an awful coach. Yes. Because if you make the Raptors a threat in any playoffs... Without Dwayne Casey, like if the Raptors next year end up being like a team that are, is a force, you know because what? you know they'll probably that be that would be a good season. landing spot for Boogie. The Raptors, 
I don't know if they have the cap space. Cap space would be a big issue. I, I doubt they have the cap space, but I'm saying if you moved someone like Ibaka or someone else or anyone who's on a big deal, which I don't know what Ibaka's deals are. Like, it's probably not that big, but... It might be. I think, no, it is pretty big. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, if you could move him and then go after Boogie with DeRozan and Kyle Lowry, that's scary. That's scary, but it also means that DeMarcus is probably the head guy on your team. We've never seen DeMarcus in the playoffs. I thought we were going to see that this year until he got hurt. So I don't know how they would actually perform. It, you know, this offseason really all depends on if Kawhi actually gets traded and if Paul George ends up going to L.A. Here's a little here's a little something for you. So, when does that start? <coughs> Free agency, July 1st, right? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Oh, God, I so, can't wait. So, here's something interesting for you. One more, and then we'll go to the NBA draft. Go ahead. All right, so, uh, Devin Booker is going to be a fantastic player for years to come. Facts. They have the number one pick in the draft. Shout out Steve Banco. Let's just say they pick a really good guy. Kawhi's on a one-year deal. What if they pulled Kawhi next year, you have Devin Booker, and this year's first-round pick really works out? Can the Suns become a force next year? I mean, they'll be good. I don't think they beat the Warriors, though. That's really... But the Warriors won't have Draymond anymore, and they're going to have to go through a culture change. Are you talking about if Kawhi gets traded there or if, they, if Kawhi no, signs there? No, I'm saying next year. You're not saying this coming year. You're saying the following year. Yeah. I'm mm. saying if their first-round pick plays like a first-round pick, Devin Booker keeps playing at the extremely high level that he is, you now have a big three there. I mean, yeah, this is... I'd like to hear I'd like to hear Steve's take on this because I feel like he would already be jizzing in his pants just thinking about the possibility of the Suns even winning more than 10 games a year. Who do you see them taking with that pick? All right, but also to get Kawhi, you have to trade the number one pick. To get no, he's, are you talking about? Are you, oh no, 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 yeah, next year he's going to be a free agent. I'm yeah, saying yeah, with yeah, him yeah, as a free sure. agent and the number one pick. Where I keep, th- no, I keep if, thinking you're still free agency. I'm almost positive he's going to LA. Pretty much, yeah, but it, you know, just depends what happens with LA this year. And like I said, I already think LA is going to go for broke and try to get players and it's not going to work out and I don't think Kawhi is going to be one of the guys that they get. I think it's going to be Paul George and LeBron. I well, think I mean, that if you get Paul George and LeBron, you're guaranteed 50 wins. I still don't think that they win. I don't think Kawhi goes there. I'm saying if the situation if the ball club and then Kawhi walks in, huh? They still lose. No, no. No. Mm-hmm. It, with 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 Kawhi I would th- I would put them at the top of the league, but I I'm saying in my own world of scenarios I don't see it happening. I think I I, I like I said I'm thinking for next year for some of these young teams like the Jazz like the Suns I think next year is going to be a huge free agency. Yep. I'm not a Suns fan, but I'm a fan of seeing teams go from worst to first, and I think that that could be a combination. Because I think the Warriors are not going to be at the level that they are anymore. I think Devin Booker has the heart to be able to fire up a team. I think Kawhi could work in a system like that. But it does hinge on, does the number one pick this year work out or does he fizzle and ruin them for the next five years? I think I think the Lakers. I think what happens next free agency 
is going to depend on what the Lakers front office, what Magic Johnson could actually do as far as putting depth around. Mm-hmm. Anyone could go out and sign these big-name guys and say, yeah, come on, come on, come on to L.A. You know, it's a great, great place. Every, like, who doesn't want to play in L.A.? But if you can't put quality bench players around them and be able to, like, just find, like... That's all, the, that's all this gems. is at the end of the day yeah. is depth. Right. You, you have to have depth. Like... There's very few teams that could do it, whether yep. it's the Warriors through the draft and bringing in KD, or if it was that uh, Miami Heat team with the big three. They had they had a quality bench. Yeah. Or even if it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't really think of any but, others. I mean, Boston, when they won the title, they had a great bench. Even, Eddie even House Boston, and now James Potter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's all it comes down to. We, I, I think... A lot of the time when we like talk about like big men or just guys who are like ball handlers, they're kind of overrated at this point. Because yeah, you can have a great ball handler and you can have a, a big man who puts up, you know, thirty five and thirteen or fourteen, but he needs guys around him because he can't play all, you know, it's, forty minutes at, in an eighty two game length of a season. And it's so much harder anymore because like it's not like you need like one or two shooters off the bench. Like everyone needs to be able to shoot at all. F- at least four to five positions, you know what I mean? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. I like whispering, too. Yes. But, uh, yeah, but I mean, like, it's positionless basketball anymore, man. I Just off note, I Paul asked where we were playing poker, and I asked that, and he said yes, and I put I almost put yes for when he said where. <laughs> yes. Paul, where are we playing? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Just a, cra- just a crazy uh, thing. I just want to know. One team in the league, forget about your favorite team, you would like to see win a championship. Just to, you would be happy to see them win a championship. Hmm. Well, definitely not the Lakers or Philly. They can go fuck themselves. It doesn't, no, I'm not talking like actual possibilities. Like, it could be the fucking magic. We know they're not winning for the next five years. No, I know. But like, just a team that like, if they won, honestly, you would be happy to see them finally win one. Probably Oklahoma City or Houston. Anywhere Chris Paul's playing. Yeah, it's like I said Houston. Because they had a chance to win. The, they go to the finals this year and win. So Poor man's never had a ring. He made it to the Western Conference Finals, though. So at least he had that. And he performed. Yeah, it was the first time he got out of the first round, though. Second round. Second round? Was it second round? Yeah. Oh, whatever. Yeah, second round. But yeah. I'd really love to see. If you're trash, you're trash. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm a, I'm a UConn Huskies fan. So I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of shout out to my boys Kemba Walker and Shabazz Napier. There you go. I'm so really, I I'm are a you huge really, a fan? really am. Me too. Picked them both years for uh, my you bracket when tell, they won. We just touched penises. <laughs> but so I'm a huge I'm a I'm a huge Kemba Walker fan. I sat there before Boston got this team together, and I wished that Kemba would go to that team, and then they got Kyrie. So, I mean, I was Kemba, obviously... Like I, I love Kemba, but, but I'd love to see Kemba elite, win one. point guard. I'd like to see Kemba and Dwight win one. I like Dwight still. But Dwight he's... But, Howard? But... No, what other Dwight do you know in the fucking league? But Kemba know. Walker exactly. does make a lot of... a lot. Like, he's, he's kind of like, as far as fanciness goes... He's on level with Rajon Rondo. Like he makes plays to where you're just like you're. You have to yeah, watch the replay three he's times. Super streaky. He's either good or he's trash. I'm just saying, if, in a in a perfect world, I would love to see Kemba win one. In a perfect world, I'd have lots of monies. 
True. No, you'd still be broke. All right, you so spend it all on let me let me just let me just end this conversation with let me just end this uh, Kawhi thing with this. I hope nobody goes to the Lakers. That's what I want. I hope nobody goes to the Lakers. I hope the Lakers end up signing like Brandon Bass again. No, like, I, want I want them. I want the Lakers to get all the they guys that they get, no. and then I still want them to lose to the Warriors because that would be. That would be perfect for me that they get it True. and they're like, oh my True. god, fuck yeah, we're finally back on that thing like we had with Kobe, no, and then two they and lose. They're 2-9, and nine. Lakers fans are fucking brutal. Kobe fans are brutal too, but Lakers fans in general are fucking a nightmare. They're awful. I mean, anyone could be up there in career points if you shoot 50% and take 50 shots a game. 50% is really good. Not if you take, not if you take like 30 shots. 50% on 30 shots? You're like the most efficient player in the league. You're an idiot. <laughs> You're slow. All right. Let's talk about the NBA draft real quick. So there's a story that came out today where um, Mo Bamba refuses to work out with the Memphis Grizzlies, pulling a Steve Francis. Shout out to Steve Francis. Uh, didn't give him his medical records, refused to work out with him, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm usually pro player. You know, I... I respect any uh, position that a player takes usually. You know, I usually say fuck the organization as a whole. If the player wants his money, gets his money. But you're going into the league. I understand that coming out as a free agent, yeah. leaving somewhere. But as a rookie, you should be thankful for anything. Right, especially because I don't... Mamba wasn't a guy that was... No one was really talking about Mamba up until his workouts where he's been... Jesse's dying out here. But uh, where, you know, like, up until his workouts, not a lot was talked about him. It was DeAndre Ayton, it was Luka Doncic, it was Marvin Bagley, and Mo Bamba just randomly coming out and saying, I don't want to play for Memphis, it's weird to me. Now, there is that possibility where you look at Memphis and you see that they chose Marcus Saul over Dave Fisdale, who was, Fisdale's a really good coach. I like Fisdale. So if you're looking at it from that stance, I kind of understand it. But I think that no matter what, even if they do draft you, you're... Who did you say the coach is? For Memphis? Yeah. Fisdale was there. No, who is now? Oh, I have no idea. Oh. Marcus oh, Saul was... you saying... I thought, I thought you were saying like he retired and became their coach. No, 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 no. When they had that fight, Gasol and uh, Fisdale, they had that dispute, and then they ended up firing I'm Fisdale. Not, yeah, I'm not tracking <coughs> that. But. Gotcha. So Gasol was basically... Chosen over Fisdale, which happens. I mean, you choose the player. Yeah. But I don't think Gasol is a better player than Fisdale as a coach. And so when you see stuff like that in the organization, I can understand why you don't want to play there. But it's also like you're a rookie. You're coming into the league. I think that if you get drafted there, you're the main focus. Absolutely. Marcus Gasol isn't the main focus. And not to mention, you still have key players on that team. I mean, Mike Conley, when he gets healthy, he's still a solid point guard. You know, uh... Who's there? Tyreek Evans. I mean, there's not a lot of great players there, but they could build around you. I think that that Mobamba would be the main focus. I'm not really too sure why he doesn't want to play for Memphis other than that reason. Does anyone else kind of have a problem with that? Or I don't have like a huge yeah, problem with it, but I think it's a little weird. I think it's distasteful. Right. And that's why like when you see Aiden saying, like, I don't want to go <coughs> anywhere but number one, which is in Phoenix, I find that kind of to be like Okay, so if they don't take you, are you not happy with whatever team you play for and then you're going to play like garbage? 
Like that's kind of an issue to me. Like, well, I don't take I don't take issue with with him saying he wants to go number one. I mean, I think that's more of he's trying to promote his own stock that he deserves to go number one. And that's fair. He deserves to. And go the number and one, the, in my Mo, the Mo Bamba thing, you can feel it's distasteful, but at the same time, would you rather a guy go to your team? And not want to be there, or him openly voice, I don't want to go there, so you know not to take him. I mean, because to the, me, the draft I, is pretty deep. I understand that, so it's 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 not even that. I don't want, I don't care if you're the, if LeBron James said, I don't want to play for your team, and then you had the option of being able to get him, I wouldn't take him because you, even if you get the best player in the world, if he doesn't want to be there, to me. You're not that's gonna true. get. You're not gonna get the that's, best out of them. Yep, that's also well, very true. I'll tell you what, Memphis. If you're looking for players, I'll take the minimum. <coughs> they don't want you. You don't know. I do. I'll have my people call your people. I used to be a huge fan of Memphis when they, or uh, when they had barbecues. <laughs> well, they still have good barbecues, but I was a huge fan of them when they still had Zach Randolph and. They made that Tony Allen and and they and they made that run against the Spurs in the first round. They took them to seven games. I was edge of my seat. I wish that they would have won that series, even though I don't think they would have won a title. I think I they were they were a hard they were a hard team to beat. They played I, I, they played hard every game. They're, so I always have a bit of a soft spot for Memphis. So I think it's kind of shitty that a good player doesn't want to play there. But like I said, I think it's I'd rather you, I'd rather you be open, you voice it, and then you. Do something about it. Right. That's very true. That's very true. I mean... I, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, I, I kind of thought of it like that too, but it's also like... You can't feel distasteful about Kyrie wanting out of Cleveland. You'd have to feel the same way about Kyrie wanting out of Cleveland and now Kawhi wanting out of San Antonio. If you don't want to be there, say it. And... That's very true. Yeah, I guess you're right. I just... I don't know. I just, like, I find it as if every other team's going to be like, well, are you going to be like... Like, if the Magic draft him. Are they? Are, is he going to be fully committed to that? And well, that's, that's a question. Like, that's a question you ask. That's why you have pre-draft interviews. That's true. That's true. I just feel like in Aiton's case, though, he. I think he's been saying like I'm number one, and if I don't go number one, any team I go to, I, I feel as if he's not going to give his full effort. I don't think. It, I. I don't think it's that. I think he just would be very disappointed to not go number one. I don't think it has anything to do with him wanting to go to Phoenix. And maybe that motivates him, like, if he doesn't go number one. He I goes think if, to the I Kings, think, maybe he balls out. I, I, I think if it was any team at number one, he would say if I... I, I think it has nothing to do with Phoenix, because right now Phoenix is not a desirable location. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean, think it's a desirable location, even if they were a great team, because Phoenix is has 105 fucking degrees, and there's nothing there. <laughs> but Kings. So the draft order, I believe, is... Uh, I have it on my phone, but off the top of my head, the top three are Jesus. I just, it's the Suns, the Kings, and the Hawks. At four, I think is the Grizzlies. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's the Grizzlies. Let me check just to make sure. I love anyone that goes to the Hawks. The yeah, so the Suns, Kings, Hawks, Grizzlies, Mavericks, Magic, Bulls, Cavaliers, Knicks, and then Sixers at ten. So that's your top ten, and then Hornets, Clippers twice, and then the Nuggets. So. I think the Suns obviously end up drafting Aiden. I don't think they go after Doncic because the way I see it, you get Doncic, you're probably going to have to sign Clint Capella. And I don't think that's the best option for the Suns. I think they can do better than that. And I think Aiden's better than Doncic, in my opinion, personally. So I think Aiden goes one. I don't know if Doncic goes two to the Kings. I mean, you still have Marvin Bagley, 
Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, Bamba, and Michael Porter was the best. Michael Porter Jr., he was the best pick up until he got hurt. Right. So I think Michael Porter ends up being the best player out of this draft, in my personal opinion. But well, I think it depends on how he bounces back. Right. Because it is a back injury that is not an easy injury to come back for in basketball. Well, it is, man. I mean, look at all the picks that the Sixers racked up where players were hurt and whatnot. I right. mean, yeah. But look at had, how many also like yeah, you didn't work. You might have pulled a Ben Simmons or an Embiid. What? Could have so pulled a Nerlens Noel. And Nerlens. Yeah. yeah. That's true. This draft is going to be very interesting. I don't know. I think there's a lot of guys in this draft that you can pick and be like, he's probably going to end up playing really well. The only guy that I don't see end up doing well, there's two of them. Doncic and Trey Young. I, I see a lot of people are saying <coughs> Trey Young's either going to be Steph Curry and, or Jennifer <coughs> Which I think is unfair to him, but I think is kind of accurate. Because either he's going to light up this league, or he's going to be absolute garbage. And he's going to be playing in the G League, or what is it now, the D League, or whatever. No, I think it's the G League. No, oh, yeah, it is the G League now, G League. I thought it was the D League. They changed it to, to G They changed it to G League. Why? I don't know, because Gatorade signed with him? I don't fucking know. Yeah, it's because Gatorade is now like a spot, like a major sponsor there. So is that why when I play 2K and my guy gets tired, he gets a little Gatorade cup? Yeah. <laughs> but I think they've been doing that for years, but I mean, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> I, But is Aiden, is Aiden number one? I think Aiden's number one, right? I haven't been honestly following the prospects. Y'all trash. Jesus Christ. Well, it has, it has to me, I'm not interested because the Celtics are, aren't going to be going after any of the top guys. So... But it all the you just said you want one team to win. What was the team you picked? The Hornets with Kemba Walker. The well, Hornets no, I can just, end, up again, end up getting someone pretty good at number eleven. Yeah, but I don't sit there and I don't really follow the Hornets. I just said in a perfect world, if the Hornets came out of nowhere and became great, I wouldn't have a problem with them winning. But I'm not going to sit and follow the draft hoping they like put effort into it. Have you been following it or no? Or is this conversation absolutely useless at this point? Well, it's not useless. You put out some good information. I did, but no one else is fucking following along, so. I haven't been following the draft very hard. Me either. All Here's right. a, I, I, I got a notification for it. Uh, just as one more throw out there. Uh, so, Chris Stapps Porzingis obviously had that injury, but could come back good, might not come back good, but... Mid-season next year, if they were open to a trade, mm-hmm. would you? do you think it would be a good move to try and go for a championship, Terry Rozier, and a first-round pick for Chris Stapps? What was the trade option again? Terry Rozier and a first-round pick and maybe somebody else for Chris Stapps. Maybe you have to get rid of Horford, too, to open up cap space. I feel like you're just, just too... No, because if you get rid of Horford, he fits right into that spot, and he has more... Ath- well, actually, this year, Horford showed a lot of athleticism. Horford, but... Yeah, no, not at all. Hor- Horford makes plays, and Horford's a huge part to this team. He's Kristaps is a franchise's centerpiece at this point. He's not... So, like, And he's not better than Kyrie, by any means. No, he's not better than Kyrie. He's better than Gordon Hayward. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. It was. It was. It was. It was thrown. It was just. I saw a notification come up because I think 
the Knicks are looking at a rebuild once again, and that's really their only piece to be able to go and get draft picks and young guys. So, I mean, but Chris Tops is young. Chris Tops is young, but the Knicks have never been known to make good trades, so they, maybe they would be stupid enough to make that move. I think if Beagle or Counter Duffy were there here talking about you trading Kristaps, they would directly punch you in the face. No, 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 no. I'm just, a- I'm just asking your opinion because it came up. And that's fine, but I'm just also saying they would punch you directly in your fucking yeah, face. Well, because they're huge Knicks fans. Yes. Well, that's all they have. Literally, it's Kristaps and nobody else because they could have had Donovan Mitchell or Dennis Smith Jr. and they picked Frank Nicolina. They have nothing going for the Knicks whatsoever besides Kristaps, so they would end your, end your, end your career. And by career, I mean your life. Whatever. Same thing. But I don't think the Knicks end up training him. I just don't. It would end your podcast career. I don't think I don't think they end up trading him. <laughs> We're just pumping out podcasts left and right. I don't think it, they would make that move. Just saying. I mean, I think, the well, Celtic... keep, keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think they would be. I think they would be open to a trade, though. They probably would, but that's because they're slow. Well, yeah. That's why the option is there because. That front office, but sucks. I don't. I also don't want Terry Rozier to go to that garbage ass team either. I would feel so bad. There would have to be a third team, and Terry can't go to the Knicks. He can go to any other team. He can go to the Magic. I don't give a shit as long as he doesn't go to the Knicks. I'm a happy man. Yeah, that's an atrocity. Just bring back Patrick Ewing. Yeah, at this point. Just, yeah, yeah. We'll just bring back Patrick Ewing. Yeah, and, and Charles there, Oakley. There should be an NFL team that should sign T.O. There should. Yeah, Actually, I am. Four, I am four. a fan. Hey. I am a fan of T.O. making it back. Four, in the four at forty-four. It's faster than Come I on, ever ran tell in my me, life. tell me Fast. right now that he wouldn't be the best fucking receiver on Dallas. As much as I hate Dallas, he'd be their best receiver. Why are you talking? He would. Oh, who's their best receiver? Who, who, who's, who's gonna be above him? Who? Cole Beasley. Not forty-four. Cole Beasley. Alan Hearns. T.O.'s better. T.O. was T.O. in his prime was one of the best route running. Yeah, in his prime receivers. when he was like thirty-ish. He broke not his, even before he was thirty. He broke his leg and he still lit up the Patriots. I don't give a shit. Sign T.O. immediately. I wish the Packers would sign T.O. I don't give a goddamn shit. He's not gonna ask for a ton of money either. So at the worst, what do you throw him? Uh, a couple million dollars, and if he fizzles out, he fizzles out. It's a couple million dollars, and it, no no huge team is going to sign him. So it's like Ocho I, going to the Pats. I would take him, too. Have Here you it. seen his legs? Fucking Here. massive. Ocho? Yeah. He's fast as shit still. Ocho didn't work with the Pats because they had too much going for them already. His legs big, though. Right? Yeah, they are. Have you seen his legs? No. Why are you looking at his legs? I think he's cute. <laughs> Don't fucking question he's, my he's, motives. He's got some of the quickest feet of all time, but great route runner. I'd kiss him. I'm just on his I, legs. <laughs> <laughs> to me, to me, I think I think it's kind of stupid that To hasn't gone to a team because I think there's a lot of teams. He's that, 44. <laughs> he's 40. No, he's 44. He's 40, Is he 44? Yeah. Dude, no, I think he's 40. He's 40. He's 40. No, he's 40. The, the notification no, I thought he, I got he's was 40. 40 years old and he ran a 444. I thought it said 444 at 44. No, it's 40 a 444. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You fucking imbecile. <laughs> oh, I want to get your opinion on this speaking of TO. Do we care that he's not going to the Hall of Fame ceremony? Yes. 
Why? That's so Why do you care? Wait, wait, wait. he's not dude, going to like. He's not going to the ceremony. Who like, where does they... that? Why? Because he got... If if he was inducted last year, he would have gone. But he got snubbed, so he's like, you know what? I don't want. They put Marvin Harrison over him. He's not better. He's better than Marvin Harrison by a mile. I, I agree. But that's they not... don't put him in because he's a, a problem. No, Who gives no, a no, shit? no, 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 no. That's not even it. The reason they do that a lot of times is because like these players get snubbed and they've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And if you keep pushing it off, some of these players just won't make it. Marvin Harrison deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but not over T.O. But if you push him off for T.O., there's going to be someone eligible the next year or the next year. You know what I mean? So then maybe you don't deserve to make it if there's always somebody above you. Facts. Boom. He's better. He's not better than Randy Moss, and he's not better than T.O. No, not even close. Marvin I Harrison's agree. greatness came from Peyton Manning. I agree. Manning. That's simple. That's true. Reggie Wayne was upstaging him. Facts. T.O., no, I don't his, give it. His magic came from Donovan McNabb back in the Q's days. I hope, when, I hope when they're inducting uh, T.O., he's running a 440 again. <laughs> he, no, he's. I want him to run the 40-yard dash up to the stage. Yeah. That's what I want. Well, I mean, he's not going, so. Maybe he could. Yeah. Maybe he just come, maybe he comes out of nowhere. I want him to be outside where they're doing it and him doing crunches. That's what I want. I just like I. I think the thing. That I want him to be outside too, of the ceremony, just waving at them as they induct him. So, like Tio's a kind of dude. Like I was excited to see him speak. <coughs> but why would you go if you're just gonna get if you're getting trash for years about how you're a shitty person? Because that's and then they, they didn't put him in for that reason. Right, but that's the analysts, the sports anchors, not the fans. The fans love T.O. Yeah, because well, he, he put up numbers. Because he put up numbers. No, it's because he was fun to watch. He was also very fun to watch. I, I said on the last podcast. Ocho. Yeah, I don't think Ocho gets in, unfortunately. You don't think Ocho's going to make the Hall of Fame? I if do. he does, it's going to be I don't like think a his, mad I don't think his prime was long enough. I think that he had a very great prime, but it wasn't long enough. Yeah. I think if he had a couple more years on either side of it, I think he's one of those whiteouts who's gonna be like borderline, kind of like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I just don't think if if they're making Randy Moss and T.O. wait that long, forget Ocho Cinco getting in. Well, I, I mean, Randy, Randy Moss like, was the first ballot. Th- was players he? Who I think I'm are pretty sure he was. Him. Yeah, Randy Moss was the first ballot. Yeah. Oh, well, they still fucked T.O. So they're not putting Ocho Cinco in. The, Randy Moss only on got who's eligible. Yeah, but I'm saying if I'm telling you like it's not gonna be a first ballot. No, I know that. I'm just saying I I I guess you're right, but I don't know. I don't think he gets in. But like I think there's guys like Ocho, Steve Smith, Heinz Ward that are borderline. They might make it. They might not. Do I think they deserve it? Absolutely. Right. I just think wide receivers get fucked in this whole situation. I think Steve no Smith what? deserves there's it more because wide receivers than any position. Steve Smith deserves it. Over to me, not because Heinz Ward wasn't great, but if you're gonna put one or the other, Steve Smith deserves it more because he didn't have a great quarterback around him his entire career. And Heinz Ward, I don't think he ever had a good quarterback, really. Exactly, he? and he Jake still Delhomme brought, maybe was it? I don't know. I don't. I and don't then remember. you still have Heinz Ward during a lot of his career had uh, not a lot of his career, but at least for a few years he had a great quarterback in Roethlisberger, and you can't say that for Steve Smith, and Steve Smith still put up numbers. So yeah, before Roethlisberger, who do you have, Tommy Maddox? <laughs> no, but I'm, 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 no, I'm saying Heinz Ward had those 
couple of years with him but he, where you don't have it that wasn't receiving even snap. about the it wasn't even about the receiving aspect of his game he was one of the nastiest blocking whiteouts ever. Oh yeah, Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward would like will smile to you and then lay you the fuck out in a second. And oh, like yeah. he would, he would never get in fights. He would just between the whistles. He's he, like he he's like Andrew Duke. Luck in that respect, where like if he gets laid out, he's just smiling. Yeah, great job. I'm gonna kill you next time. And that's yeah. I, I think, dude, like back in the rivalry days with Baltimore, he would go at Ray. He, he would knock Ray Lewis the fuck off his feet. Him and Ned Reed. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, Ed, I would have loved to have seen Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed on the same team because running backs would have had no legs by the third quarter. Troy Polamalu wasn't even a hard hitter. What? He wasn't. There were there are multiple accounts of if people he, talking about being scared of seeing him come downfield at them. He would absolutely quick. annihilate guys. No, I think the harder... Not the same as Ed the, Reed, but he would put a hurt on I think on the harder you. hitter in that secondary is Ryan Clark. You ever, see, you ever see Ryan Clark knock Lewis McGahee the fuck out? Who? Yeah, he might have been a you harder... Lewis McGahee? Not Lewis. Uh, Willis. Willis McGahee. He, he may have been... Whatever his name. He might have died on that field, so no one remembers. <laughs> He, he died on the field multiple occasions, but yeah. He may have been a harder hitter, but he didn't also have right, the fundamental ba- aspect back, of it, which Palomalu did. But back to the point, because I don't think Jesse's... Do you care that he's not going to the Hall of Fame ceremony, T.O.? I don't give a fuck. As go. long as he gets in. He got in, It's yeah. your ceremony. To me, it's your ceremony, so if you don't want to honor yourself, don't that. honor but yourself. He, but he also said it like he's not going in a very professional way. It wasn't like he was like, yeah, fuck you, I'm not going. Like, he was... He said, like, I'm going to no, be with my family. It, like, that's and... not even it. Like, I, I, I respect the whole family thing. The thing I don't respect is I feel if he was first ballot, you know he'd be there. Right. And he should be. He should be first ballot. That's the point. I'm not arguing that. Okay, so why would you go? What do you mean? Because you're still going into the Hall of Fame. It's something... Yeah, you know, but you got do you know jobbed. Many, do you know how many dudes probably wait until after they're even deceased to make it into the Hall and they don't even get the chance to go? Name the players. They're probably not better than T.O. Junior Seau. Damn, better than T.O. Junior Seau committed suicide before he was ballot eligible, so it's kind of hard Fair to enough. sit here. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure Junior Seau would have been there at his first ballot Hall of Fame ceremony had he not blown his own blown his own heart out. Okay, that was a. If you could have come up with a worse analogy, I want to know it because that was terrible. All right, but there's still- <laughs> that was horrible. Dude, there's still. Come on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But they're still dead. Yeah, Junior, yeah. you want to come up and talk about <laughs> <laughs> See you guys? I'm going home. <laughs> Junior had a lot of words to say. Oh, oh my God. But I'm even saying, there's even players who... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Look at Junior say out. That might have been him saying Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was playing with Kobe Bryant. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I think that was pretty funny. Holy shit. I was thinking that. I'm like, Junior say I was dead, right? Yeah. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, am I thinking... What I'm saying, you still didn't get the opportunity. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, but he's not better than T.O., though. Who, Junior? No, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I can't make that comparison. I, didn't, I, I don't old, know the numbers. There's even some old school dudes, like... Who We're also like, talking two different sides of the ball here. Yeah, that's true. We're also talking, like, there's dudes who play in the, like, 30s, 40s, 50s who have, who have passed... Who never had the opportunity to see their names called or put on that gold jacket? Next, they all fucking see team and die a year later. <coughs> I also think that <laughs> I think 
there's... I've been, oh, on yeah, this, I, I, I've been on this fucking Eiffel shit for a minute now. Well, I feel like... I, mean, I, I hate that. I feel like a lot of the old... Like, a lot of people forget about the old school players. And they're not recognized as much as the people who are coming out who are first ballot Hall of Famers. But I feel like some of the older people deserve to be inducted when there's some other people who are getting inducted and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. <coughs> yeah, I agree with that. I don't know. I actually don't agree with that. I'm just not listening. I, I think there's... Once he said Junior Seau, I, I, I have lost there's... all thought of anything can, whatsoever. Can we cut that? As much no, as it... absolutely not. <laughs> as, much as, it, as much as it sucks for some of the guys who deserve to make it, MLB has a really good system for their, for their Hall of Fame that you have to get so many votes to even stay on the ballot. So, let's say you get no votes, you're off the ballot. One year, that's it. 20 years down the road, they can't call you up and be like, hey, we're we're inducting you. It's, you're either going to get, I think it's like, you have to get 25, I think you have to get like 20% of eligible votes to stay on the ballot for the next year. So you have to actually be a genuinely good player in order to stay on the ballot. So to me, as much as it sucks, there's some people who I think are who are Hall of Famers who got gypped because of the system, but you know every single year it's going to be the best dudes who deserve to go. Fair enough. And if and sometimes there's guys who, let's say five years ago, it might have been actually a crap Hall of Fame class that there were like three or four guys that didn't really deserve it, but they retired at a time where... Their Hall of Fame eligibility came at the right time for them to make it in. Yeah. And then sometimes you retire with five or six other legends, well, and I... you know what? Your numbers just don't beat theirs, and you just don't make it because they were just simply better than you. I don't agree with two. A lot of times when you're talking about the Hall of Fame, people look at it like by position in the NFL. Like, yeah. oh, we want this many of this, but like we only want like two or maybe three wide receivers, and we want like a couple linebackers. Like, no, fuck that. Take the best people available. And like we want some D linemen and some coaches in there. No. And like I think if some you're gonna kickers. Yeah. Like, I think if you're gonna do it that way, then you have to open it up that here's three Hall of Fame spots for each position, or like, you know, here's one kicker position and every single year, one kicker, one punter, one of every position gets inducted. Instead of just the seven best, you do at that time, that year, the best of each position. The Hall of Fame would be so And then when it's when it's it what? It what Hall of Fame would be so bloated. It, w- it would be so bloated, but then at least the guys who... But it wouldn't be bloated, yes, but then at least guys who deserve to get in always get in. So you, you can't have it both ways. You can't have yeah, a very exclusive club where everyone gets in and have it not be bloated. It's it's one or the other. Right. All in all, fuck Donovan McNabb. I take T over Donovan. Well, yeah. His ass thrown up on the sideline before the Super Bowl, you little bitch. He's eating his mom's soup or whatever. <laughs> chunky O's. Campbell's chunky soup. Yeah. That's a chunky O's. He's still, he's still playing the game. Who? McNabb. Playing what game? Did you say he threw he threw up on the sidelines before the Super Bowl? Yeah, and T.O. was a better player than Donovan McNabb ever was. Well, yeah. yeah why are you, ca- why you calling game. him out about being sick during the game? Are you going to call out Jordan he's... for the flu game? They both still played. Yeah, he didn't Jordan bitch won. out. Jordan won. Okay, but McNabb still played. And he went against... Yeah, a fantastic a Patriots team. Yeah, but he's a little bitch, so therefore, fuck him. I don't know. I just well, want, Jordan, I just Jordan's a little bitch, I, too, because I'm pretty sure you. he was throwing up before the game. I bet you Nick, he was, and I bet you Nick Foles would have won that game. Facts. Big facts. Nick Foles would have caught that touchdown. 
I don't know if anyone dropped a touchdown pass, but Nichols would have caught it. In 2004, was it? 2004? Yeah, probably when he was still shitting his pants. 2005? Yeah. No, maybe not that. No, never that. Unless he had an issue. I don't know. I don't know his medical history. <laughs> maybe he wears adult diapers. You don't know. All right, I think that's going to do it, because I don't know what the fuck we're talking about now, and I'm still completely... Junior Seau, I'm yeah. waiting for your speech. <laughs> Oh, I did that? Not even just you saying it. The, the reaction Jesse had to it was because like phenomenal. I just thought of the Hall of Fame ceremony, like where his daughter spoke for him, and Stop I was like, talking. you know what? Like, Stop talking. Stop. You know what? He actually donated his brain to the CTE, so she should have brought that up there with her, like in the jar. <laughs> she should have brought the brain up there with him and been like, I'm translating his words. They should have they cut, cut the bust right at the forehead and put his brain in it. Well, that's going to do it for today. Uh, thanks for listening, I guess, and whatever. I, I don't know if we're gaining it. fans or losing fans from what he just said. They're losing brain cells, is about it. <laughs> all right, thank you for guys for listening and whatever. Yeah, I'm all fucked up now. All right, see you guys later. Clumsy made it.